Hello, and welcome to More Than Beauty with Daniel Mason Jones. In this podcast, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about one of my favorite topics, and that's culture. Let me ask you before we get started today, inside your company or business, have you ever wondered what your culture is, or do you even have a clear idea of how the culture operates? So if you don't know those things, we're going to dig really deep today. I'm going to talk about five lies in culture in the workplace. And these five lies can either, number one, make your business so much better, or it can finish taking your business all the way to the ground. It just depends on where you want to go inside your company. Lie number one, let someone else worry about the culture. Let's think about this one for a moment. How many times have we passed the responsibility to someone else or maybe even let someone else take the blame for something that we know maybe shouldn't have happened inside of our companies? That happens a lot. So I'm going to break this down a little bit and talk about culture. You see, culture is created by everyone on your team, not just the leader. It can't just be one person's job to create a positive culture in the workplace. You have that one person that comes into work every day and they're happy. Maybe they bring in all the goodies or the donuts, and they're always trying to rally around the team to get them to come along with you. And then maybe you have the other person that their culture is they want to be like a hermit crab. They stay to themselves or they don't really want to be part of the team. That is not a strong and defined culture. You see, a great culture in a company, and I'll break this down a little bit later, a great culture inside of a company is going to be something where everybody carries and embraces the same core values. Think about Disney World. Maybe, hopefully everyone listening to this podcast has been to Disney. Disney's amazing. You go there, the people are happy, the park is clean, the food is consistent, the music is consistent, even the fragrances throughout the park are consistent. There's a reason There's an entire culture being created by leaders, and everyone, once they're onboarded into Disney, they understand what the team is like. What are you doing to promote a healthy culture at your work? Let me ask this a different way. Maybe what is it that you're doing that is sabotaging the healthy culture at work? That's something really deep to think about. Have you ever hung out maybe inside of a salon, we have the break room. I often joke and call it the broke room. But in every company across America, there's the lunch room or the cafeteria or whatever that is. Have you ever seen the people that group together and they always pick the company apart? But yet they never have an idea on on how to make the company better or even stop to think about what it is they're doing to make the company better. This starts at the top. This is culture. Now let's move on to lie number two. Our customers know our culture. Now, this is easy for us to think, well, of course my customer knows what my culture, what my brand is, but let's be serious with ourselves. Do our customers really understand what our core mission values are, what our message is, what the opportunities are inside of our company? Just because you wrote your company culture, maybe on your website or your Instagram, doesn't mean that your clients or customers know what your business is. That's not necessarily just the brand. And they don't always see it the way that you see it in your mind or how you think it exists. You must constantly be nurturing the culture in a positive way to make everyone feel like they're on the same page. For us in our company, we like to hold meetings. We have our meetings every Friday. It's the first Friday of every month. So we have 12 incredible meetings, but now we've even broken that out into other ways. We reach out through team or Zoom meetings. That's something for the salon industry we did not do before. I know a lot of the other cultures did do that, but we're trying to make sure that we're keeping communication going all the time. 
Let's break down lie number three. Culture is too fluffy. Some people aren't letting their, comfortable letting their guard down and being part of something bigger than themselves. Now, I wanna, I wanna talk about that one topic for a moment. We sometimes, more lately, seem to live in the me culture versus the we culture. And, and let me just say this, by shining a light on ourselves, it puts others in the dark. So bringing ourselves into a culture where we can grow others with us really makes everyone grow together and it's pretty powerful. Culture shows strength in organization, not weakness. Let's think about Apple. Um, when you go into an Apple store, you know you have to wait, take a number. <laughs> it's quite the process there. And even more lately, let's use Chick-fil-A. Depending on where you are in the country, Chick-fil-A here in Georgia, wow, you'll see the building is literally wrapped around two lanes around the building. It's because there's culture. Can you get a chicken sandwich anywhere? Of course. Is their chicken sandwich better than anyone else's? Maybe. However, there's plenty of other restaurants serving fast food chicken sandwiches that could do a great job. But Chick-fil-A's culture is so clear. They know what they're doing, the verbiage, how they speak, how they act, how they dress. There's such a consistent message there in their branding. Everyone is clear about their business idea and their culture. Can you think of the one person in your company that always has something negative to say when things get emotionally charged? Think about that. In every workplace I've ever been in, from retail to my previous career in the funeral industry to now working in the beauty business, I can think of situation after situation where people would let themselves get completely overtaken with emotion and it would take them to places that really weren't good for the business and absolutely not for themselves. Maybe these people never celebrate the success of others on the team, or when someone has a promotion, they, they just kind of sit back and watch. Let's ask ourselves, do those people belong in our culture? For me, when I'm hiring people into our salon and our business, I'm thinking about the culture that we have, how we dress, how we speak. All of these things are super important because when you're bringing someone into your culture, if they're not a fit, they're already uncomfortable. And this can also make other people uncomfortable in the company, which at the end of the day affects bottom line. Let's move on to lie number four. If I empower my staff, I will lose control. Or if I empower my teammates, I will lose control. This is an absolute like delusional thinking. Like this is totally delusional. When we empower other people and give them the power to lead wherever they are, the company can literally jump forward so much quicker than, well, what we ever imagined. Allowing your team to thrive in a positive culture will only make your business stronger. There have been a lot of times for me as a leader in a company that I've had to pass the responsibility onto someone else. And it's hard because as leaders, there's a lot of times that we will say as a safe fallback, will say something like, well, I would just rather do it myself because I know it's going to be done correct the first time. But how could anyone else learn how to do that if you don't give them the opportunity to fail? How many times have we failed as leaders to get to where we are in the workplace now? If you can't trust the members on your team to lead or take on projects, you haven't given them the tools to succeed at it. You know, this comes down to developing your team, their leadership skills, their speaking skills. Maybe it's even sales skills. We have to make sure that we're teaching them to be leaders inside of our companies. 
Always trust your team, even if you're anxious about the results and how they're going to turn out. Always trust your team until they give you a reason not to. Does this make sense? Because there's so many times that we haven't given people the opportunity that they fully deserved inside the company. And if we allow them just to step in and lead, you might be surprised. Let's talk about number five. Culture is expensive. You see, no matter how big or small your company is, culture is an investment. You need to invest in leadership skills. You need to invest in making the team better. You know, sending your team maybe to uh, a speakeasy or teaching them how to communicate better. I've gone through Toastmasters. I've gone through lots of communication uh, training because I would get so nervous standing in front of people and I was able to develop my own self. What did that do? I, it allowed me to in turn be able to develop people inside my company and culture to hit sales, to network themselves better and to really grow inside our culture. It's going to properly set you up for every stage of develop, development along the way of your success. So this is really important just to take the time and money to invest in your company. For me, I have a rule. My rule is always to give myself 10% back. So whatever I make in a yearly salary, I'll take 10% of that and put it back into educational purposes and develop myself. The value of culture that allows its team members to see company's vision. This is so big to let them know what the company's vision is, the core values, the working style, and the beliefs. Once they see this, once they embrace this, it's worth every penny. And some people say, well, what happens if I spend all of my money training these people and they leave to become my competition? My answer to that is one that we've heard many times. What happens if you don't spend your money to develop them and they stay? Think about that. That's going to cost your company so much more in the long term. I'm going to give you a couple of extra tips here that are going to help you along your journey of creating and building your business culture. Number one, have fun. Don't take yourself so seriously. Number two, bring the team together. Even if it's only on a Zoom call or a team meeting, have fun. It doesn't even have to be about work. Do a fun game. Do two truths and a lie or whatever. Just make the team happy. Get them to bond with one another however you need to. Clarify everyone's roles in the company. When people understand what their roles clearly are inside the company, it really doesn't leave a lot of gray area for them to be confused in what their purpose is working with you. Create a clear path of communication. Communicate, communicate, communicate. I cannot stress to you enough how important communication is, especially today in the workplace. And lastly, focus on development of the team and leadership skills. Don't be afraid to empower someone else to step up and lead where they are. You never know who you're creating to be the next big leader of your company or of another company. There's nothing wrong with this. Thank you so much for spending the past few minutes with me. I hope you take a look inside your culture. If you ever have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me on my social media handles at Daniel Mason Jones. And I look forward to hanging out with you in the next podcast.